full of trouble now I thought, how do we ever get so far down And how's it ever gonna turn around So I turned my eyes to heaven I thought, God, why don't you do something Well, I just couldn't bear the thought of People living in poverty Children sold into slavery The thought disgusted me So I shook my fist at heaven I said, God, why don't you do something? He said, I did. Yeah. I created you. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got a sunny Tuesday morning podcast. Uh, excited to, to do this episode. Welcome to the People at Your Service podcast known as Pays or P-A-Y-S, where I'm Honored to introduce you, the audience, to an awesome person of service uh, each episode. I'm your host, Steve King. I founded our company, People at Your Service, in 2016, 53 years old, and have been blessed over those years to meet some incredible people of service and excited to share them with you on this episode. So uh, each time we're joined live and in person here at our global headquarters of People at Your Service in Norwood, Ohio, just outside of Cincinnati, from the podcast studio known as Grandma's Comfy Couch studio in honor of my uh, saint of a mother-in-law, Peggy Ainge and Dan. In my life, grandmas have been just uh, incredible people of service. Certainly Peg is grandma is grandma to my kids, uh, my mom is grandma to my kids and my grandmothers. And uh, so I really am always grateful for our guests coming here mm-hmm. and just um, being part of that, just to experience kind of the the, the spirit of service as we try to channel that uh, for each and every episode. So thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a very comfy couch. <laughs> it um, is a comfy couch. Yes, I, could, I, I can see myself <laughs> sleeping here sometime. You know, it's, uh, it, that's happened a time <laughs> with you, I'm sure. So, uh, well, so uh, and so today in the couch we've got Dan Funk, and Dan will introduce himself in a minute. Uh, um, he's heading up some really great initiatives for for Moeller High School here in Cincinnati. Dan, as we talked about off air, uh, we break up into six kind of segments, right? So we'll do an intro personal service, get to know you a little bit further, you in 2022, we'll roll the dice and then we'll do our podcast goodbyes. So you ready to rock? Let's do it. All right, brother. I'm going to yield the microphone to you so you can introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like Steve said, um, Dan Funk, I work at Moeller. I'm in the alumni office, uh, headed by Barrett Cohen. So we're kind of a Two-headed beast. Yeah. Um, Dynamic duo. Batman and Robin. Yeah, Batman and Robin. I'll, I'll <laughs> gladly take the role of Robin. Yeah, there you go. Um, so he's, he's a great Batman. Yes. Um, it's fun. Uh, you know, it's, it's, an, it's an honor to serve this alumni base at uh, 14,000 um, wow. incredible men of Moeller. That um, is awesome. So, so it's a blessing. We can get into that a little bit later. Yeah. But uh, so I uh, went to Moeller as well. So being able to come back home and be a part of that and the great things at Moeller and uh, – Marshall High's dues leading. It's a, uh, it's an honor. Yeah. Um, so, so date yourself. When did you, when did you graduate? Yeah. So I graduated. I'm a, probably one of the youngest you've probably had on the podcast. Yes. I, uh, graduated in 2015. Okay. So ripe age of 25. Ripe age of 25. <laughs> yes. You're, you're on the younger side. We've had younger, but you're on the younger side here for sure. Yeah. So sometimes awesome. I don't feel like 25. <laughs> I feel like maybe 55. Um, but it, it's fun. And, you know, I uh, grew up in a St. Xavier household. So wow. people always get a, when I tell alumni that they're, they're pretty uh, taken back sometimes. 
for, uh, for our national audience, uh, yeah. which I, I say that kind of tongue in cheek, but for our national sure. audience, Moeller and St. X are just these tremendous kind of arch enemies, <laughs> right? Rivals. So for you to grow up in a St. X house right. to, and they go to Moeller, like people had to be really having a hard time with that. So. Right, right. And, you know, um, dad supported me the whole way, though, okay. which he's just whatever the best fit for me was. Yeah. Um, so I'm, it's, you know, it's another blessing that I had an opportunity in my life um, to, to be able to go to Moeller from a St. Savior household. But it's one of those things, you know, the GCL South, you know, it, yeah. we're, we're like brothers, honestly, yeah. you, you know, I'll, we'll, we'll rag on each other, the sure. St. X rivalry, the elder rivalry. Yeah. But as soon as somebody else from the outside talks bad about St. <laughs> X or elder, we're like, come on, man. That's like, right. You we'll stand up for each other. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> it, right. It's. Catholic schools down here. It's something else. It is. It, it is. It is a tremendous culture, really. Again, for those of you that are outside of Cincinnati, the Cincinnati, greater Cincinnati, just that Catholic footprint's really strong and really is. I mean, there are these fun rivalries, but then it's almost like in college football, like, you know, Big Ten, you may hate each other in season, but then it goes to bowl season and you really are protective of the big 10 and sure. your, your brethren, if you will. So how did you choose Moeller? Do you remember what it was as a San X family guy yeah. that, that kind of attracted you to Moeller? So growing up, I loosely hated Moeller just yes. growing up yeah. in the rivalry. That's right. And, exactly. Um, I wore blue and white almost every day and yeah. I had the name on the back of my Jersey. I had the socks and the shorts. So it was a full outfit every day. Um, and you know, I had my name signed on the sheet I was going to X and dad wanted me to compare, have something to compare St. Yeah. X to. So I wasn't yeah. going blindly into it. Uh, and I just remember shadowing at Moeller and the morning of getting ready. I was like, this is the worst. Why am I doing this? <laughs> but it, it's cool. I get to miss school. Yes. Um, and driving up. So I, I grew up in Montgomery. So right down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was like a five minute car ride. I remember pulling up and stepping into to Moeller for the first time and going through those doors where it says through the, through these doors, walk the men of Moeller. Wow. Um, and that, that's pretty powerful for, for any alumni. Yeah. Um, cause it's always been there, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, so I remember getting there and just the small feel of it and nothing against St. X. It's, it's a great school, but it's almost too big for me. Honestly, yeah. it feels like a college campus, Yeah, which, which is good and bad, but, um, walking through those, those doors and just feeling that small. And I think that's something Moeller prides itself. That kind of family feel it does you, yeah. you, you felt that right away. And yeah. the connection, um, that these teachers as a, as a shadow, you know, they don't know I'm going to come here. Sure. Who, who cares? You know, yeah. the, the time that they took to, to get to know me and what my interests were and how Moeller can cater that, um, really stood out to me. Wow. Um, so I, I remember leaving, and plus they had really big cookies on Thursdays, so that helps. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> um, I remember going home that, that evening, um, and Dad gets home pretty late because he's a football coach. He was a football coach over there. So, you know, we're sitting at dinner at like 7 o'clock and family meals. Um, my, uh, Dad sits me down. I was like, how how'd it go? And I'm like, you're going to hate me. Wow. <laughs> I, I loved it. He's, wow. um, so that, that was that. I knew – after my shadow day, I wanted to go to Moeller mm. um, and just, you know, being able to have the family pass up free tuition, you know, Catholic education isn't, isn't cheap. Wow. Um, so the opportunity that he gave me to, you know, 
pass that up and go to Moeller. It's, it's an opportunity to bless him. And, and your dad was a coach where? At St. X. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so fresh, that, that freshman is. football and a <laughs> guidance counselor. He went to X. So Wow. That's incredible. Well, we'll come back to Moeller in a minute because I, I do want to talk about, you talked about the, the small field, the intimate field that Moeller does, and they sure. do some things uniquely that I think are really um, uh, important to talk a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Well, let me pivot us into little bit of a person service right sure. and we talked about this off air and um but but part of just the catholic faith and certainly the marinist tradition is just you know being servant-hearted and and just you know kind of uh for others right meant for others and so talk, talk a little bit about um you know people of service or personal service that maybe you've had experience with in your life that's been meaningful to you yeah and honestly a lot of them are from molar yeah um molar teachers for one you know i've had a uh, Mr. Campbell over at Moeller, you know, so my dad passed away in high school. I was a junior. Um, and that was a rough time for me, but having these teachers that would go out of their way, they would come over mm. to our house and mm. spend time with dad. And it wasn't even me. Like they were invested in our family. Wow. That kind of servant leadership with that. And then the administration from the whole, you know, we went to Normandy for two weeks and don't worry about the schoolwork. You can get it when you get back. Um, they are, That kind of set the example of what a servant looks like to me. Wow. And just being there for somebody, no matter what it is, what it, what it looks like. Yeah. You know, it, lo- it looks different for every other person. Yeah. But just being there for somebody is a servant enough. You I, know? I, I, I like what you just said. Tease that out a little bit. When you say being a servant – uh, a person of service looks different for everybody. What, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So, you know, for, I'm a, like to look at myself as like a servant leader. And um, for me, I want to be there for somebody and whatever it looks like. If somebody needs me to listen, I, I, I can make myself available and just listen. If they don't even want advice, they just need a vent or get, get something off their chest. Yeah. Not, everybody's comfortable doing that. Right. Um, so being able to take that on for somebody, it, it could mean the world for that person that needs to get it off. Yeah. Or, you know, somebody is going through a rough time in their life and they just need to grab lunch mm. or they just need to um, get their mind off something. We'll, we'll go do something. No questions asked. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's more of the action of just being there. Yeah. Um, and then however that person want to utilize that time. Is is what they need to do? Yeah, I um, love I love that. I I think we talk uh, a lot about people of service are all different shapes and sizes, sure. all different roles, all different responsibilities, right? And so sometimes there's this kind of you know vision of leadership or, or servant leadership, and you think it's got to be somebody that's out in front, and they got to be the top of the organization, sure. the CEO, or whatever it is. And it's not that at all, right? I think it's just what you just talked about. It's just showing up and being there mm-hmm. in the way that somebody needs you to be there, right? Is, I mean, that's really a, a great thing. You talked about how that happened for you when you went to visit Moeller or how it happened for your dad, right? Mm-hmm. When he was, you know, uh, I mean, all of the things that kind of happened along the way. So thanks for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I want to touch on that a, sure. a little bit. Yeah. I think it's so difficult now for for people just to be there for each other. Cause you have these things in your pocket yeah. where you can just call and <laughs> most people don't even call anymore. It's a, right. it's, it's, it's a text, text which, yeah. which is fine. Sure. But 
you, you know, we're, we're, we live in a world where you need to make that personal connection and yeah. you need to be, create that relationship. Yeah. Um, I think that's how we can serve each other yeah. better is just be there for people. Well, so let's talk about that for, for a few minutes. We'll pivot off of the personal service and let's talk about your role and what mm-hmm. it is that you're doing now, uh, kind of involved in the alumni office and, and also, I'll, I'll give you two kind of different questions, but, but, but I think Moeller does a really good job of this intimate community sure. and engagement right through the house system, which mm-hmm. is kind of, kind of unique. So I'd love for you to touch on either of those, the house system and maybe alumni engagement, some of the things that you're working on here. Well, so I'll talk about first the house system because then it just flows sure. after that. Perfect. Uh, I don't know if anybody out there watches Harry Potter but that's a good baseline to yeah. help picture it. So just imagine, you know, you have your houses in Harry Potter. I yeah. think I'm a Gryffindor. I, I, I bounced before a back and forth. I took the test between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. So okay. I don't, people have placed me where they think. I think I'm more of a Hufflepuff. Um, but it's essentially that these freshmen, they come in, they're, they're assigned uh, a house. So we have uh, Trinity, uh, Pillar, Eveslage, Zaragoza, Kuroga. Um, just all these different houses yeah. that have some sort of Marianist tradition to them. Yeah, you know, I was in Eveslage, so it was named after the first principal of Moeller, Brother Larry Eveslage. Okay. Um, which, oddly enough, I found out just like last year that my dad actually knew him. So it's kind oh, of uh, wow. uh, ironic. Man, absolutely. <laughs> so um, you get assigned these houses, and you uh, first meet them at freshman uh, retreat. And you just wear these different colored shirts. You don't understand what the house system is. Um, and then when school starts, we have homerooms. We call them mentor groups. But you're in the same mentor group all four years. Mm. So you have the same teacher. You have the same students. Obviously, guys graduate and new yeah. ones come in. Yeah. But you're in the same room all four years. And it really creates that relationship, not only with uh, your fellow classmates, with the class below, the class above, and even more importantly, that teacher. Yeah, we're guys. We yeah. we. It's hard for us to sit down and read a book <laughs> and take it all in. We we have to have that buy-in. You gotta. If I have a, a relationship with you, I'm more more likely to take what you say, right? Because I I have a baseline with you, yeah. Rather than just some guy standing up in a classroom and uh, speaking about something, right. right? Um. So you you have these mentor groups, and then within those mentor groups, so you see them every day. On A days, uh, so we are, we're on a block schedule. We have A, B days. Okay. So on A days, you see them for about 30 minutes. Um, and then B days, you see them for a full 90. Okay. And you do different activities such as, uh, it could, it's different by the mentor group and the teacher. Um, you can go out and play in the field. It just It's surrounded about creating those relationships. Yeah. Uh, some guys sit and play uh, Super Smash Bros or Mario Kart. <laughs> uh, it's just a good time, and then throughout the year you have competitions yes. like the the food drive and um, spirit awards and just all these things that can get house points. Yes, similar like Harry Potter, ten points to Gryffindor, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then at, towards the end of the year we have uh, the Crusader games, so it's just a day filled with just essentially a field day. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of that, the house with the most points at the end of the year get the Marianist cup. And so they kind of get bragging rights until the next year. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's fu- like surface level. It's fun competition. Right. Um, but as you dive into what it really means and what it is, it's creating those 
relationships, that, that brotherhood that you hear about and that family spirit. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, so my youngest son, TJ is a Moeller grad, mm-hmm. as you know, we've talked about, he got really good at Euchre uh, yeah. during his time <laughs> at Moeller. Cause that was part of it. But I think, you know, irrespective of the activity or activities that you're doing when you're together during that time, it's just being in community together. Exactly. Right? I mean, it's just, it's just guys, it's men's school, right? So it's just guys being together in community, having the opportunity to talk and just get to know each other, goof around, have a lot of fun, of course, along the way. But but through that comes meaningful relationships exactly. that are lifelong and life changing. And and I think that Moeller does a really terrific job with that. And that's that's what I love about it. I don't think it really hits you about what you're what you created the last three years mm. until the middle to end of your senior year. Sure. And then especially when you leave, like I have this senior that lives on my street mm. and um kind of been mentoring him just you know obviously because sure. we're neighbors yeah um and it's exciting to see him at this stage as a senior because yeah. i know what's coming yeah and he's he's a good catholic guy very involved with Moeller, but it's, it's exciting to see the best is yet to come yeah once once that hits you about what you did these past three and a half years Absolutely. and and what's to come and it's exciting. It is uh-huh. exciting. Well, I think it is, and it's fun. And again, Moeller does a great job. So let's talk about you in 2022. Take us now into from your time at Moeller uh, as a student to now it, your time is part of the alumni office and the things you're responsible for here. Yeah. So 22, 2022, it's been some challenges, honestly, with us in the alumni office. Yeah. Um, coming off COVID, um, a lot of reunions didn't weren't able to meet. So yeah. getting these guys back, we just, we've had two 50th reunions this year. Wow. I guess it was a 50th and a 51st. Yeah, makeup. <laughs> um, the, and, you know, seeing these guys who really laid the foundation of who we are um, and seeing them gather and just the, the look on their faces when they see somebody they haven't seen for like 30 years. Yeah. It, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's been fun. Um, just trying to build upon what we were um, and get better yeah. is, is something that we're constantly trying to do. And, you know, we were like a lot of the alumni offices in the world where you only hear from us when, you know, we want to get in your pocket uh-huh. and we're lucky to work at a place where our office is, we just want to create engagement. We want to get you guys back involved in the heartbeat of the school because mm. you are, you are the school. Mm. The school isn't the building. Yeah. It, it's the people, the administrators, the the teachers, yeah. the alum. That's the school. Yeah. Um, so just getting these guys back involved with what we're doing, getting them on board with all the great changes that are coming without losing that tradition that Moeller is. Sure. Just little updated facilities. Um, it's incredible. It's a, it's a great place to be. Um, you know, 2022, it's really been uh, a good opportunity for me to find who I am. Mm. Um kind of dove deeper into my faith um especially through molar yeah um being able to work in a catholic workplace where that's encouraged sure uh, i think it's we live in a world where it's kind of taboo to talk about your faith in the workplace mm-hmm. um so being able to practice that it's encouraged and it, it's it's really a special place to be yeah and to grow and find yourself as a catholic man um, yeah, you got great Catholic role models there. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my coworkers, they push me to strive and get closer to God and, you know, it carries over to my personal life. 
And so you were sharing with me a little bit offline, off air, uh, some of the key initiatives, or at least one of the key initiatives you're involved with. But what are the what are the couple three things that, <clears throat> as you settle in uh, to your role here, that you're responsible for? Yeah. So we're um, we do a lot of events. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just came off Bourbon Cigar. So alumni always ask me, "What are I want to get back involved at Muller? What are the three things that I should do?" Yeah. And the first thing is Bourbon Cigar. Yeah. And it's, it's back at campus. It's during the summer. It kicks off the summer for us. Uh, this past year, we had over 500 people. Wow. Um, it's like 50 bucks a ticket. You get all the Montgomery in. You can eat. You get a cigar. Wow. You get some bourbon. Nice. Um, it's just, and that's it. We got a live band, yeah. all that. It's yeah. just creating that environment for guys to relive their high school experience, catch up with one another. It's a great time. So awesome. We, we do that. We have our golf classic. So we came off that. That's always a fun time. You know, yeah. anytime you get 200, uh, golfers, all, all guys <laughs> that went to high school together, it's yeah. always, it's always a good time. Sure. And right now, uh, the big thing that we're kind of pushing is our, our business and our young alumni. Yeah. And I know that's something that we are, that's kind of how we met was yeah. actually through, young alum. through, through Marla and yeah. our, getting our young alum off the ground right. and, uh, we're making a push for that, uh, which we're excited about. We've been able to pick your team's brain. Yeah. And, you know, I think we've, we're in a good direction. We have the support of our alumni board, which has been fantastic through all this. And um, just trying to get these guys still – it's easy. I mean, I was one of those guys. You, get, you, you graduate, you don't want to see Moeller for a couple of years. You want to go live your life and sure. move on to college. And um, just getting them involved – still why they're in that period letting know letting them know that we there's opportunities for them right now and it's what we were talking about how can we serve them right not this is what we offer choose something yeah if an alum emails me and says hey i'm looking to get involved um i i have an interest in real estate well we're gonna we're gonna find his way help him find somebody to connect with that's an alum right that's real estate um, so just being the, that servant is kind of how I view us to our alumni yeah. base. And, and I think it's hard and, and uh, it'll pivot us off into rolling the dice here in a minute, but I think it's hard because there is sometimes this stigma of, of maybe any nonprofit, right? Sure. Catholic school is a nonprofit, just like cancer free kids is a nonprofit or a hospital is a nonprofit. And so there can be a stigma sometimes of a outreach equals, uh, or stewardship equals uh, giving your money, right? And uh, But I think there's also the time and the talent part of this that goes into it. And we were talking a little bit about that. You know, you, you guys are men, you know, kind of supporting one another, right, while you're going to Moeller and the house system that you have. And there's no reason that should change mm-hmm. once you graduate, right? You guys are still helping each other, supporting each other. You're in community together. and And really through that, is you're really supporting each other and you're a young alum, you're right in the kind of sweet spot of that 25 years old, you know, there, there's, you know, you don't have a lot of money in your twenties. Sure. Everybody knows that everybody understands that, you know, continue to build that community and just breathe into one another. And through that, as you're supporting each other, 
and helping in a tough, you know, 20s are tough, man. It just is. You're getting started. You, you don't have much money. You're trying to figure out how to maneuver in your career, whatever your career is. And, and uh, you're, you're out of college. If you've gone to college, you're out of college. And things are changing. You're on your own. And there's just a lot. So I think that you've got I, – I can't wait to see – Dan, where you land mm-hmm. with this young alumni kind of initiative that you're heading up. I think you've got such a tremendous opportunity to to be this incredible servant leader that you already are, but to take that to another level well, in what you're doing. It's like you said, and that's one of my favorite things with nonprofits is the time and the talent. Mm. Um, I've worked at nonprofits all my life. I worked at a farm for 14 years, yeah. a nonprofit farm, which was it was fun. And now I land in this corporate kind of world, which yeah. is kind of funny. But I was that young alum. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of money, you know. Yeah, I would give 10 bucks when we did a certain initiative. Right. Um, but what's something I appreciate about Mueller was there was ways for me to give because I wanted to give. I just couldn't give financially. Right. I could I could give my time. I could volunteer. I could right. get involved with uh, a younger alum. Yeah. Um, to have him tap into my resources, yeah. my connections, and that's what we're trying to build. We're not trying to build. If somebody wants to give, they're going to give to something that they're they're passionate about. That's right. Absolutely. And they 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 feel like they're engaged in and a part of. No doubt. We won't even have to make that ask. Yeah. Absolutely. No, um, that's great. So the focus for this young alumni group that we're creating is strictly just engagement, getting these guys connected mm. in the heartbeat of the school, period. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You're going to be great with that. I can't wait to see how that all goes. So, all right, brother, roll those dice. I know you're going right. to reach for those for a minute, but roll those uh, dice here. So We got a six. A six. All right. So a six. Let me... Flip the page here. So, uh, Dan, we'd love to pray for you. Uh, so share whatever you want to share. The biggest challenge that you or a loved one is facing right now that we can pray for? Oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I have to think about this for a second. <laughs> um, I would say, so for me personally, I struggle with pursuing God in everything that I do Mm. and I get I get busy you know God doesn't care if you're busy um so you know for me it's easy to find an excuse oh I I uh I worked late on Saturday night or getting back in town until 4 a.m on Saturday night from from a work trip or something yeah I'm gonna sleep in Sunday right or um I had a rough day I don't need to pray even though that's what you need to do when you have those. So for me personally, it's easy to find a way out um, and not pursue him actively Yeah. Uh, when life gets crazy. Yeah. I think that's a struggle for a lot of Christians. Well, well, I'm going to ask you to share. This is, you know, look, we'll just call this kind of one of those ironic God coincidences that happen, right? Because sure. right before we started to record, you talked about who you got to visit with um, when you were up in Massillon for the, yeah. the game this past weekend. So would you share that? Yeah. And let's talk about that in the context of pursuing God here. So so uh, we had the opportunity. So Moeller played Massillon on a Friday night to kick off mm. the uh, the season, and we had the opportunity to go up a day early and uh, speak to the legend, legendary coach Jerry Faust, mm. um, who's such a figurehead for 
a lot of our alumni yeah. and who we are as a school. Um, he invited us into his home, which was uh, amazing, remarkable. And uh, like I, I was telling you off air, that his, his walls are just filled with memorabilia from his time at a, a Moeller and yeah. Notre Dame. And yeah. just those walls could speak, you know, oh in those pictures. Mm. Um, we were able to sit down and do an interview with him. Um, and, you know, everybody knows his win-loss record. It's like 171 and something. Yeah. Um, remarkable. Right. But in the grand scheme of things, nobody cares about that stat. Mm-hmm. It's the stat of he's never missed a day of mass in 73 years. That's incredible. We're not even that old. He's been going to mass longer. Combined. <laughs> right, right. He's been going to mass longer than we've been alive combined daily. Yes. And it, it it's truly inspirational, honestly, yeah. because he, he, in his interview, he words, I forget what the context was, yeah. but he says, nothing really matters. Yeah. I just want to get to heaven. Yeah. I think uh, I, I watched that video kind of before uh, us coming on earlier this morning, and I think you and Barrett, when you were interviewing him, Barrett asked, hey, what do you want your legacy to be? And he, he basically said, none of that matters. Yeah. I just want to get to heaven. Exactly. Right? I mean, he's so humble. Yeah. Such a figurehead. And I've had the opportunity. So as a student, I knew, I knew the name. Yeah. But it was just, all right, here's some, it's like Ken Griffey, some guy that went to, through Moeller. Yeah. I will never meet him. Don't really know his story, but cool. You know, I've had, I've been so lucky to have the opportunity this last year to, to sit down and have dinner with him, talk to him, get to know him, his family. Um, He's just an incredible blessing to the Moeller community. Uh, We're lucky to have him. Um, And he's just a good role model for, for the young men of Moeller and for our older generation who, um, kind of was there when he was there yeah um the first thing that you hear about a lot of these guys in the 80s is jerry faust yeah and jerry faust did this he still i never even played we hear it all the time i never even played football yeah but my my parents were sick in the hospital jerry faust came and visit uh he's he would say hi to me in the hallway didn't play a single snap of football, wow. but he knew who I was. Mm. That's just the man that he is. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Dan, so I'll pray for you sure. in, in your request and, and uh, just in the spirit of what we're just talking about, right? So uh, for, I'll pray for you and for all of us, frankly, that sometimes struggle with the challenges of just kind of getting to mass to, mm-hmm. to do the things that we know we need to be doing. Dear Lord, I just pray that you help all of us. Not just Dan, not just the twenty somethings, but the fifty somethings and everybody that's out there. That uh, when when you know life is hard and things are busy and there's a hundred different reasons and excuses that we can have to to not come and serve and support and celebrate you, Lord. That you will help give us the strength and give us the guidance and the and frankly the perseverance to take that step to to go. And we know that you forgive us when we don't come, mm-hmm. but but help to encourage us to come and. And dear Heavenly Father, I just pray that you uh, will just, man, just continue to lead Dan as this servant leader, this great person of service to to do just wonderful things. You've given him this tremendous opportunity that he's referenced to to be around all of these great leaders, to be part of this Mueller community, to go out and guide the, the, the lives of these young alumni. And you've given him great power and, frankly, opportunity and responsibility. And it's just so exciting and can't wait to see what you have in store for him as as he goes and leads this on behalf of Moeller 
on behalf of the Alumni Association and on behalf of, most importantly, you in the kingdom. So, amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, look, I, I am excited, Dan. If people want to connect with you, sure. if people want to get involved, whether it's a molar alum or just, you know, connect with you because you're a cool guy and a great guy and you're doing some really cool things, what's the best way for somebody to connect with you? Sure. So, I... I don't, there's so many apps out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, the best way though is, uh, so they can Facebook me. So it's just Daniel Funk. It's a picture of me and Jerry. So it should be pretty easy to find. Oh, nice. Um, or LinkedIn, okay. um, Dan Funk, and it'll say Moeller High School on it. Okay. Um, you can also shoot me an email mm. at uh, dfunk at org. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm happy to connect with anybody and, listen to their story, share my story and yeah. make some connections. Well, you, you, I really am so excited to see kind of where this goes and uh, just, man, pray for you guys. Also take a minute. I, I should have included this in the prayer with the pray for the Falcons family. Uh, uh, Moeller lost a, a great alumni, Nick Falcons and, and uh, Nick and his family have been friends of ours for many years. But um, at the time of this recording, Nick just passed away yesterday. I don't know when the Recording will actually kind of release, mm-hmm. but uh, man, we'll keep uh, Nick and and uh, the Falcons family in our prayers, and and all of the people at Moeller that Nick touched his, his, their lives. I know sure. he was just incredibly important and uh, impactful person as he kind of battled his way through cancer all during the time at Moeller and his time at Xavier and then beyond before finally succumbing yesterday to that. So we'll just keep you guys in prayers from that standpoint too. In- incredible perseverance that he's a. And his outlook on it through all that. We got to sit down um, a couple months ago and talk mm. to him and his family and his mm. wife. And just his positivity through everything, is, it's it's really incredible. Because yeah. one bad thing happens to me and I, I shut down. I'm like, yeah. I'm done for the day. Yeah. Um, and to what he's going through mm. and his outlook and just loving life yeah. for what it is yeah. each moment at a time. And just, all right, mm-hmm. I'm dealing with this. Another thing I got to deal with, but I'm living, yeah. I'm having fun. I'm, and what's something that I love with that family is they're, they're incredibly faithful. Yeah. Not once in our interview were they like, oh, why is God doing this or right. anything like that? Right. And, and the power of prayer is really something that I think about when I think of that family. Yeah. And we talk a lot about prayers don't, don't always get answered the way that we want them to get answered. But but God's got us, you know, and and uh, and I know that uh, God is doing some ma- amazing things through you and through the family at Moeller. So and I just wish you the the best of luck and success, and appreciate getting to know you and and fun to walk this journey with you a little bit. Yeah, well, it's, it's been great, and I'm excited to uh, work with you guys a little bit more and tap into your team and you and you guys. You guys do a great thing as well. Yeah. You know, you're leading by faith, and it's it's amazing and. Um, just the resources that you guys have is really going to help our base and uh, me personally. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, thank you, my friend. Appreciate it.